Hey, welcome world travelers and fellow adventurers to the Tales of a Traveler podcast. It's me, your host, Stacey Utek. My greatest joy is traveling and exploring the world with people that I love. I have been to 63 countries and have a bunch of stories to share with you. So thanks so much for joining me as I venture down memory lane and share with you the tales of my adventures from around the world. Oh, hello everyone. Okay. I have to apologize because I looked at the date today and it is the 27th, one whole month since I recorded my last podcast. I feel like I've let my listeners down, but it's been crazy since I've been from back from Iraq. Um, but I'm going to make it up to you because today I have a return, my first return guest who, let's be honest, will probably end up being like a co-host on this thing because I would say he's like my like 11th or 12th favorite person to travel with maybe like 20th yeah 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 acquaintance (laughs) yeah like i would say he's more like an acquaintance okay i'm joking people don't if you don't pick up on my sarcasm john is like the person (laughs) i've really traveled most of the world with so we are we are all bosom pals but before we start talking about what we're going to talk about today john there's a big event that changed your life since the last time we recorded a podcast. Do you want to talk about what happened? Well, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think which one it is. There's <laughs> the... <laughs> no, I had a little boy, or my wife had a little boy, a little baby boy. And he's wonderful. His name's Boaz, and he is now almost two months old. And he's crying in the next room. So apologies if he he might make a little screamy appearance on, on this podcast. I know. <laughs> just, I was telling John before yeah. we started, he just wants to have an appearance on this podcast. He's already <laughs> jealous. Someday, someday we'll allow him to come. But yes, little Bobo Bear is in the world. And we're so excited for you. How, what's it like being a dad? What's one big change? Besides sleepless nights, oh, we get it. Oh my goodness. I think it's a classic. It's just the lack of sleep um, and then how that affects everything. And uh, yeah, so that that's not the most fun. Some of the nights are, are good and then he just kind of other nights. And you just don't know. He's just screams, so you don't really know what he's saying <laughs> and what he needs. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think it would be awesome that's- if his first word was Stacy before he ever says mom or dad. So... <laughs> I'm going to send him messages. I'm not sure quite how yet. Maybe smoke signals or something to get the message over there. Anyway, yeah, John is actually living in Australia right now. We don't need to, you know, we don't need to go through the details because we actually got, we got to get to the subject because there's lots yeah. to talk about today. Yeah. Okay. So and there's... I know that everybody, like, I know you were saying that I'll probably turn into a co-host, but um, we all know that you're probably going to be the, like, it's going to start being my my podcast and you'll be the the member that like i welcome on occasionally like we all know that okay. right like give give the <laughs> listeners what they want <laughs> yeah i think we already <laughs> talked about merch and you probably have at least your face on a shirt <laughs> yeah definitely face <laughs> on a number of shirts <laughs> from every stage of our traveling life together from the long hair and you've had many oh, totally. glasses since i've met you oh, many totally. different types totally. So maybe we'll do, yeah, maybe we'll do a series of shirts with all your different glasses. <laughs> I think we only find this funny. Okay. So, all right. We today are going to talk about 
Now, we went on this grand adventure. We were like, I don't even remember how this started, but we were like, we need to check out these countries. Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, not Afghanistan. We left that one out. But we were like, there's this like random assortment of countries that we, people don't think about or talk about, but they're there. And I think, John, you were the first person to be like, you talked about the Pamir Highway. So, and that's, I think, what kind of grabbed my attention. And we started doing research and we're like, we got to hit this thing up. So do you want to talk a little bit about the Pamir Highway and like how you found out about it and what it is and why we decided to do this trip? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think the main, like, before I get to the Pamir Highway, I think we were just chatting because you came to Thailand. You were kind of coming to Thailand every year in summer. Um, yeah. And so we and we had kind of we had exhausted. We had done Mongolia <laughs> in previous years. We had gone to like Bali in other years. Oh my gosh, we sound um, so exotic. And I think we did Japan. No, that was different. That wasn't that. I think you just jumped over to Japan for a different thing. But um, so this time we're just like I was living in Myanmar and we're just like, OK, we need to like take off a few new countries. I yeah. Think that was, yeah. Just a that few. Was, so I'm just like. Yeah, so you came to see me because you haven't been to Myanmar yet. And then I'm just like, I'm not taking time off and just hanging around Myanmar. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> We've got to go to like random. And so it's just then, let's look for cheap flights to places that we haven't been. Yeah. Like, that's basically it. Yeah, totally. And I had been there <laughs> then, leading. Yeah, we, found, we found the flights to Bishkek. Yeah, I had been leading a trip with Malone to Thailand. And this happened many times. I would lead a trip through the school I was working for. And then I would extend my ticket. And then we would buy tickets to go anywhere we wanted. But we spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia. And so we were like, let's check out Central Asia. And so we did. 2016. Yeah. I think this is the And I recently moved from... Yeah, I'd recently moved from Mongolia and was missing Central Asia. Mm -hmm. And so I think... And this was then probably three or four months after I'd left Mongolia. And so it was like a really nice to jump back into like former Soviet Union um, place and see yurts and mm-hmm. eat Russian food and stuff. So that was, that was kind of, that was kind of cool. But yeah, then um, I think, I don't know exactly how it came about, but I, I um, definitely one of my things was like, we've got to go to the Pamir Highway. Um, a friend of mine had talked about it. I don't know if he he had done it, um, but it was basically just like it, it's the highest highway in the world. It goes through the um, is it north, like northeastern Tajikistan, uh, near to the Chinese border, and then dips down near the Afghanistan Panhandle, like this little bit of Afghanistan that that goes out to the east. Um, yeah. And so I was just like, we've got to do that. Let's go do the Pumir Highway. Yes. Yeah. So we, as in usual fashion to the way we traveled, didn't do a ton of research. We did a bit. But we would, I mean, I think our preference usually was to maybe book a night or two here and there and then just find out, find, find out our path as we arrived on the ground. Um, we had usually more luck doing that. Um, so we flew in to... Kyrgyzstan? Bishkek. Bishkek? Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan, yeah. And I think our time there primarily was getting visas for all the countries we were about to go to and like waiting that out and figuring that out. 
But I think I want to hit this first, John, because this was one of the highlights of this entire trip, I think, for both me and you. And, oh, Melly. Melly's a friend of John's that joined us. So she's not on here. She's wonderful. And we had the best time, the three of us. Just the best yeah. time. We made a little music And video. I love it. Like, she was so busy with work at the time. Like, we, you say that we didn't do much, much research. Like, she did literally nothing. Yeah. Like, she just kind of came. And I remember, like looking at her bag and I'm like you know that we're going like I don't know to a mountain range where there's glaciers and it's it like and it literally snowed when we crossed the border yeah and she's like what <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> I had no idea <laughs> and I'm like oh crap was I supposed to tell you yeah, <laughs> yeah she was wearing flip-flops with socks like most of the time because yeah. she didn't even bring like tennis <laughs> shoes and we were hiking and things like that yeah. poor girl yeah. Um, but you know what? Okay. Oh man, there's things just coming right back to my brain. Um, before we get to that though, we went to a, like a thrift store because we didn't have enough warm clothing. I had just for comfort. Of course. Thailand. Yeah. I didn't so, even like, not yeah. Even, no, yeah none of so we did. found out about the secondhand store in Kyrgyzstan and we went and John, please tell the readers, I mean the listeners, excuse me, um, about what you found. At the secondhand store. Oh, my goodness. What didn't I find? Uh, you guys had to hold me back because there were just so many, so many gems. Um, I got a tiny little fake fur vest. Oh, yeah. That, I forgot about that. <laughs> that it definitely, like, real fur insulates and is warm. Fake fur is just a plastic. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, so it didn't really work. But then I also got... Um, orange a bright no i want to say bright but it was definitely pale <laughs> pale <laughs> orange <laughs> um like windbreaker jacket that was n also not warm yeah so the two items i bought <laughs> to stay warm were basically just jokes and like fashion statements <laughs> rather oh, than yeah. actual useful pieces of clothing yes and i don't regret it i still have the jacket Yes, number one, that jacket made a lot of appearances after that trip in other countries sure. that we traveled to. Yeah. Number two, yeah. uh, you made me, you forced me into a purchase of a hot pink, like <laughs> zip up with like no sleeves, like a like a vest, very hot yeah. pink. I'm like, I'm never wearing this, and I ended up wearing yeah. it anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was hilarious. So so we did that, and then another thing that I want to bring up is Chicken Star. Oh my goodness. I don't think that we have ever, ever had a culinary experience like Chicken Star in our entire life. Now, we can't get caught up in the details. There's lots of things we need to talk about. I just yeah. remember we looked up what is the number one place to eat in Bishkek. And Chicken Star came up. And I'm thinking it's like KFC. And no, 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 no. We walk in. Beautiful. Like, trendy, cool restaurant. This Korean guy, right? Apparently, Koreans make the best fried chicken. You can literally go on fried chicken tours in Korea. Yeah. And he brought his recipe over to Bishkek, random. And yeah. he served up the best fried chicken I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. I have to say. And we were just like, we need to come back as much as possible. And I remember at one point in the trip, we were literally had a layover in Bishkek going somewhere else. And I think it was like maybe two hours long, and we left the airport to get chicken star. Yeah, oh, we totally. brought it back to the airport. We literally got a taxi yeah. to go back into the city, get get yeah. it, and take it back <laughs> to the airport. I remember eating it in the airport. Yeah. Oh, chicken star! Yeah. Do you have anything to say about chicken star? 
Oh my goodness. I just, I have like Melly. I don't know if you remember this, but Melly gets so obsessed with food and she'll, she'll get so obsessed that she'll literally order three adult, like large meals and eat them in one sitting (laughs) when she's on a trip because she's just like, I will never, like, I'll probably never get to come back here again. And I just love this. I'm just going to eat as much as I possibly can shove in my mouth. <laughs> She's just like licking her fingers the whole time. Yes. Just like, like groaning and like just, oh, it's just hilarious. Yes. So yeah, that, that's my, my memory of chicken star. Amazing. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so, so we were bathing in chicken star, getting our visas in Kyrgyzstan. And so uh, the plan was basically to get down to the South of Kyrgyzstan and then cross the border, but like get a driver, rent a driver and then start driving on the premier highway. So this is what we did. We bought a plane ticket. I just remember feeling that plane. I don't know if you remember this. It rattled so oh, hard. Yeah. It was like a $20 ticket. I thought that like it was going to rip in half. We ended up being fine, obviously, but I was very nervous when it took off. It felt like a, like an old like war, like aircraft that they it just was Pegas- Pegasus Airlines. Oh yeah, and <gasps> I remember that they kept on calling. Yes, and they're like, "It's canceled." Just kidding. It's still going. Yes. And then they like call a few hours later. Canceling oh, it's it. canceled. Like it was just so and and I think with it to give us our money back and then we, we were calling them all the time to try and get the money back and then we it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Like, I remember this now. Oh yeah. my gosh. And yeah. we tried to get to the like Pegasus airline office and like it was insane. I totally forgot yeah. that. <laughs> anyway, but we made it. We made it down to the south of Kyrgyzstan and we got into this little hostel with like a little bedroom situation and we ended like up getting through yeah yeah exactly like bunk bed yeah it Love worked it. though and then we got this yeah, driver and we basically like he spoke no english at all and it's just like good work for them like you rent rent them essentially for like seven days and they drive you and they know the highway really well so yeah we took off and um you know, John, we're going to have to split this probably into three episodes at this point because I think we're already <laughs> getting getting caught up in our little details. We just it's just too so much, much of the chicken star, too much about chicken star. <laughs> so um, so we get going beautiful, just mountainous country. Yeah, I mean, really Snowy gorgeous peaks. Yes, yeah. we're getting into. Tij- I mean, I would say as I look back on my time in Tajikistan, I'm like, it really was like one of the most. Like the landscape changed so rapidly. It felt like you yeah. were in the green, these green lush mountains. All of a sudden it feels like you're in the face of Mars. Like it's just like yeah, ra- totally red rock like and like dry yeah. and dusty. And then we're like really high up and we're just ascending every day um, yeah. more into the mountains. And then there's these turquoise lakes with like snow capped mountains. And then you're back in yeah. like dust and you know, it's crazy. It was really yeah. insane and beautiful and untouched. It's just like, no tourists. It just felt like we we're, you know, really the only people there, only foreigners yeah. <laughs> there, really. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, man. I just, I, I remember being so, yeah, so dusty, so rocky. Um, and you're just, and then all the houses were just so like, um, flat, like flat roofed and just usually one story, um, Duddy, like mud brick or yeah. concrete kind of, kind of houses and just like 
broken down cars and not a plant in sight like some little tiny tufts of grass here and there mm-hmm. but basically just like yeah. rocks and yeah and dust yeah yeah but still beautiful like so dramatic yeah um, because then it just like lifts up into these peaks these snow-capped peaks like i mean most people don't know about tajikistan but i have to say it really was one of the most beautiful countries that i've visited and i recommend it always to people like i think it is hard because you have to do a lot of legwork and planning and doing it yourself like like I said, it's not a country built for tourism. I remember being in the capital mm. city and I was like, I want a souvenir. And like, I went to the market and it's not like, they're not built for souvenirs. They don't have that kind of stuff really. It's just like, mm. which is kind of cool. And I loved it, you know, but I made for an interesting time. And I, I remember too, like the houses that we would stay in, they like our driver would literally just drive into a city and find a family that would host us that night. Like, and they would, we yeah. give them a little bit of money and they'd feed us and give us a bed and I remember too I remember being with Melly um and when you're like when you're getting to higher and higher elevations um your body um it's like well you know like we'll talk about this later but altitude sickness can kick in but I remember too like something happens where you have to urinate constantly like I wouldn't drink that much water and I had we had to pee so often so me and Melly were just like shivering in these beds it's freezing they had these huge blankets that would cover you and felt like a cement wall and then like (laughs) I remember the first night we stayed there, there was like a squatty, but you had to literally leave the house and walk for maybe three minutes down the road. And then they had yeah. this little shack and then you go inside and go to the bathroom. So it was like, yeah. it was like a whole episode. Like if you needed to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, like it was just ridiculous. And so I remember one night getting up, getting out of my covers, getting my shoes on, putting all my pants and my coat, like waddling out there. And it's just like, it was crazy, but it's just, it was freezing it was beautiful like we would stay with these local families they'd bring us little snacks and then they would feed us a dinner um it was it was really quite cool and then I remember like it was the second or third night we I remember driving into this little village and the car in front of us like the driver just started beeping at them do you remember this and they had like a little car but there were probably like eight people in there they just shoved them all in and he went and talked to them and said, hey, can we stay at your house tonight, basically? And then they let us into town yeah. and went to their house. And, like, that's how we oh, figured cool. out where to stay that night. Yeah. But um, – and then there was, like, a, a goat or a horse that had been born in the village that night. No, it wasn't a goat. It a was camel. a horse. A it camel. A camel. Yeah, so yeah. It was, like, the big talk of the town. So they, like, let us over <laughs> yeah. to this camel. No one... we, we were, like, the second big talk of the town. So then we're, like <laughs> – yeah. These two talks of the town must be in the same place. So they're like bringing us to see this baby camp. Yeah. And they, yeah. And that was like the big event of the night. And, and then like we went to bed and the next day we were going to hit a city that had like a hotel that we were going to stay in. It was a big deal. Cause like we hadn't showered or anything. We were excited to like get to civilization, quote unquote, it was near one of the highest points on the highway. Like we were getting up near like what, 14, 15,000 feet by this point. And so we started driving out to the city. It was maybe just like a one and a half, two hour drive. And what happened, John, do you remember? Our our car. Oh no. Okay. 
it was from that city. Then we went out to a tiny town off the side of the like off the main yeah, road. That's the tiny town and I then, was talking about with the with the camel. With the camel. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that exactly. Um, yeah. So we're we're driving with our like it was probably a a Toyota Four Runner or something. Driving with it on this like gravel dirt road, and um, all of a sudden we just like our, our driver was driving quite slow, and then all of a sudden we're just we're stopped, and the wheels are just spinning, yes. right? And it's in the morning. It was maybe like ten o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning, something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so we were we we're pretty positive. I feel like we're quite positive people and like go with the flow. So we're just like, whatever. And we're just like, we take a little blanket out and put it out next to the car and have a little picnic. Or we tried to help here and there pushing. The driver is just like stressed out and he's stopping everybody that comes past and like uh, hitchhiking into the village to see what. And over the next few hours, we get like, it was three different always getting larger like <laughs> tractors or vehicles to try and come pull us out, pull us out and the yeah. first one the like the ch- he attached a chain to our car and tried to pull and the chain snapped yeah and then they went back to the village and got like a bigger chain or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah it was such an ordeal how many hours were we stuck there? hours i remember I probably it was, being was it seven yeah it was, I, that's like, the first number that comes to mind it was like six yeah. or seven hours we were sitting there because we just kept going back for more help and i remember we're yeah. just like i mean you guys got to understand we're not we don't have cell phones we don't have like wi-fi yeah. we, we have nothing we did, to entertain no, ourselves there's absolutely but there's also no like reception we're in the absolute no. middle of nowhere i don't think that town even had electricity like there's just there's nothing <laughs> yeah so i remember i remember trying to name all the states in america and i'm the only american there because john is canadian and melly is from amsterdam or yeah the netherlands and so then we're like trying to guess all the provinces in Canada. It was just like, I remember that. We're like, oh, can we name all 50 states? And we spent like an hour trying to do it. So it was just like hilarious. Um, but finally they had a truck big enough and they got all the manpower. And like, it felt like the whole town came out to get our car out of the, out of this mud pit. It was insane. So anyway, yeah, it was, it was hilarious, a memory, but we were there for a long time. And then we we ended up making our way to that city. And I think we were, like, anxious to get to the city because we heard there was this, like, market or something, this outdoor market. And we went down there, and it was, like, nothing. It was just, like, a bunch of, like, do you remember? Oh, no, I might have lost you. Are you there? <laughs> okay, pause. Okay, so I lost John, so I'm not sure how this is going to transition, but we're back. <laughs> back online. So anyway, hey. yeah, remember how we were trying to get to that city and we thought there was a market there and it was just like a bunch of like, what was it? Nothing, really it was nothing. a bunch of containers, like um, yeah. shipping containers that were just holding beans and rice and yeah. like just, yeah, it wasn't a, a, a market like what you think to, I don't know, yeah, get other things. Yeah. But we had like dinner in the hotel restaurant that night, which was nice, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that night, I remember waking up coughing a couple of times. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, and then the next day, we were going to like start heading back because we had kind of hit the point of return. And um, and so, but John and Melly wanted to do this hike. And so we went out. 
and it's like basically what like you said it was like a valley with like there's mountains all around and we were at yeah. our highest point too it was probably 15 16 thousand feet by this point is that right I'm, I'm gonna do the i was gonna do the math it's even more oh really so yeah okay well while it you figure that out i'm like gonna yeah, continue to thousand feet we topped out at seventeen thousand. really yeah, almost 17. Wow. Because yeah. even it was higher than the city we were in where we went. Yeah. And so John and Melly went and um, I'm not joking. Like, So I've had altitude sickness in the past when we were actually in Cusco in Peru. John, Which oh, is funny because yeah. this trip was in 2016. But in 2007, John and I were together the first time I had altitude sickness. And he, I think we referenced this in our last podcast. He sat with me and we like ate M&Ms and I didn't feel good. Yeah. So this time around, I was feeling something and I literally couldn't walk more than 10 feet without being completely out of breath. And so John and Melly were like, we had a staircase in the hotel. Like it was a two story hotel. And I remember, I remember even like myself being like winded walking up the staircase. And like, it's crazy. It's really crazy how it can affect some people. And so, so John and Melly, I was like, go ahead. And they, you, do you want to quickly tell you mine is much less interesting, but quickly tell, um, what you guys found when you went. Yeah, so we we just went. Um, the, so the driver was from that town or that like I guess city that we stopped in, so he knew the area really well. Um, and so I guess I don't even know how we communicated with him. I have still I don't remember, but we're just like okay. He just knew the the places that tourists like to go to, so whatever we just went there. Um, but Melly and I just walked up. We found a little stream. Uh, and again, there's no trees, so you can kind of see really far. And we saw a little tiny stone house in the distance up, up the valley or up one of the valleys yeah. a little bit. So we followed the stream, um, just walking on rocks and we found, uh, a little family there. And I think we, we had little candies. I think we brought candies from, uh, we just had with us. So we like gave them some things and they, they fed us and like gave us a little bread and soup yeah. or something. Oh we sat inside their, their house. It was like three or four generations uh, of the family and the kids were just so excited and um yeah it was it was a really it was it was a really sweet experience um and yeah the central asian uh people like the the look a lot of people have very like olive green eyes Mm -hmm. and but but mixed with a, like east asian features mm-hmm. um some of them were more middle eastern but it was it's just a really um and these people were just like not a tree in sight very weathered faces probably looking 10 or 20 years older than they actually were um but it was really really special and what i still remember even on the way back down i was like Melly was quite winded and so was i but i'm like oh this is so beautiful so i even went up to the top of the little peak like oh, I, not the, I wasn't at the snow yet um but i just like ran up there like a little mountain goat and uh and looked down at and i and all i could see like you look up and it's just red rock and and um snow and then i look down and i see like a tiny little suv and then a bright like neon pink vest <laughs> that's Stacy that's beside the car because you didn't want to because you couldn't walk more than I couldn't 10, get 10 further steps. than that yeah. it was crazy yeah, exactly. like <laughs> but yeah. I just remember that pink that oh pink, my gosh um, it's hilarious vest. yeah and yeah. I just sat curled up in a little ball for like three hours while you guys hiked and had yeah. the time of your lives it's and we fine. made sure we're just like is it okay and you're like yeah you go enjoy it and, yeah and totally like, it's it's and like of course you don't want to be holding people back but you also don't want to be 
Yeah. Dying. No. And I, I would have never made it. And so I had a, actually, I had a delightful time. I like journaled and read and slept and like, it was nice. And I actually, this is like totally, I probably shouldn't even include this. I remember having to pee so bad. Cause again, altitude <laughs> and the driver was waiting for us. And the, the, the car was not more than 10 feet from us. Cause again, I couldn't get more than 10 feet. And I'm like, where am I going to pee? He's just sitting there waiting for us. So you'll see me. And so I ended up finding like the tiniest little dip in the landscape. Oh, I'm just like, yeah, because there's not a shrub. No. There's not a grass. Nothing. There's nothing. There's just nothing there's not as far as yeah, I can rock. see. It's all just gravel. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found this tiny dip, and I'm just like, I have to do it. It's just a necessity. So anyway, so I remembered <laughs> them getting back, and we started driving down towards the city we're going to stay in that night. And I remember being so ill like I had to I was laying on your lap and my um heart was beating I was breathing so fast and you were like can you like breathe slower and I'm like I can't and then I remember listen I also have to say something and celebrate this I haven't thrown up since I was 10 years old this is like we're talking about almost 30 years that I haven't thrown up like didn't you throw up in in India when you're 15 no, I almost did. And then I didn't. So I, it's an achievement. And we were driving on the road. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up. And so I made the car pull over and I laid my seat back. And I have this little trick where if I feel like I'm going to throw up, I pull my shirt up. And so my tummy gets exposed and I rub it just the bare skin. And it helps. Yeah. It always calms me down. <laughs> I don't know why it works every time. And so still to this day, I haven't vomited, but I was very close. So we get to, um, the place we're going to stay, like the home we're going to stay. And you guys went to explore. I was so sick. I just laid in bed. And at that point I started coughing up fluid and, um, we had some mountaineers who were staying in that, that house and they came in the room and I said, is this like, what's going on? And they said, if you, if you have really bad altitude sickness, your lungs can start filling with liquid or if your brain starts swelling and things feel confusing, like it could be deadly. And we were in this little tiny village in the mountain of Tajikistan. Okay. No hospitals, no clinics, nothing. And I, in that moment was like, I think we have to get out of here. And he said, yeah, the only way for this to like resolve is for you to descend. And so we were seven hours at least from, um, the city, like what city were we in, in Kyrgyzstan? I don't remember the name of it, but we were like, that's where we our next stop was going to be. But we were going to take like another couple days to get there. And the driver was so kind to agree. It was like almost nine o'clock at night and you came in and we talked and we said, we need to just get me to lower ground. And so... We drove through the night. Um, oh my gosh, we totally forgot to talk about the border of Tajikistan, the guys. Because when we came back through, they were thrilled to see us. But when we first got there, when we first drove into Tajikistan, these border control guys were like, all had guns. They were wearing like camo. And we're like, yeah. what in the world? And they basically like invited us behind this building and showed us ahead of a ram, like on this bloody like sheet yeah. of metal. <laughs> Like they had just yeah. killed it, and we're like, they okay. Just killed it. Yeah. And then they made and us take a picture with it. I don't think it. there's terribly much to do. Um, like, there's not many people going 
across that border. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we were taking pictures so all these with guys them. Were like station. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they yeah, were they having were just, the time uh, of their lives, and they wanted to yeah. show us this head. They're like, pick it. They're showing us, pick it up. We'll take a picture of you guys with it. So me yeah. and John have these pictures of us holding this like ram's head. It's bloody like ram's head. <laughs> so anyway, when we came back through. They were, like, thrilled to see us, but I couldn't function. I was, like, sleeping, coughing, sick, not feeling good. I remember John and Melly just talking, like, the whole way back, which is totally fine. Like, you have to entertain yourself somehow. And then I remember the the border, there's, like, a 20-mile space between... Yeah. No man's land. No man's land. And it was potholes, dirt. Yeah. The most... One of those most violent roads, like, to drive on. Like, it was just turbulent, and I thought, yeah. again, I would lose it. But I we made it through. It's dangerous. It's like, yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen in the middle of the night. I think that's why the driver didn't want to go in the middle of the night because yeah. it's so yeah. shady. Um, and it was unfortunate we had to descend so fast in the middle of the night because it's such a beautiful road. We would have loved to stay longer. But I, mean, I never had an experience like that. And I had never, like, coughed up water that much. Like, it was literally just coming out of me. And I was like, yeah, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Like, I, I don't know if, how I came across, but I remember being like annoyed with you yeah. and like, oh, she's just faking it. Yeah. Oh, she's exaggerating. Oh, like, <gasps> no, we can't just be in Tajikistan for five days or whatever it was, yeah, four days or something. I know. I'm like, no, this is the Pimir Highway. Like, no, we've got so much more to do. We got to. But I was just like, no, of course. Like, if you're, and then now thinking back, like, you're coughing up water. The mountaineer people are saying, like, yeah, there's no hospitals. That you're so far away from descending. Like we're yeah. just we're in this plateau, this Central Asian plateau, where you just can't get down yeah. without driving hundreds of of kilometers, right? In and whatever direction. Totally. Yeah. And I remember you or someone else helping me to the car, and I felt totally like. I was so out of it. Like I couldn't function and my brain felt really fuzzy. And I think in that moment too, I was like, this isn't, I don't feel right. And like, this Mm -hmm. is not good. And if I stay overnight and it gets worse, like we won't have anywhere to go. And so, yeah, yeah, anyway, not to make like this big dramatic thing out of it, but I was like, yeah, that was, I wasn't scared. I was just like urgent. Like we got it. We probably need to descend. Like we need to get lower. So yeah. anyway, I was thankful. I know it was such a bummer because that city we were in, I wanted to explore too. I wanted to see so bad, but I felt like imperative to me and my health to get down there. And then I remember through the yeah. night coughing all the way through the night. And then the next couple of days I started feeling better. I still got really winded on stairs. Um, and even a few days after we were back, but yeah, that was mm-hmm. like kind of the Tajikistan experience. And then we were back and then we kind of like bopped around, but um. The next destination was Uzbekistan. But do you, before we kind of cut and end this episode, is there any other like memory or thing you want to bring up? Because there were so many things like we can't talk much longer. Um, but do you remember? I, I don't know. I just remember that um, I just, I loved Bishkek, the capital of Kyrgyzstan, and the like parks everywhere and like wide boulevards that, that you could walk on. And the guest house that we were staying at, do you remember that little boy who was working at it? Gennadine. Oh yeah. I yeah. Do. yeah. <laughs> he was like seven he was seventeen years old. He spoke English really well, but with a very strong like Russian accent. Yeah. It was and he was just super like dry, like deadpan humor. Yeah. About everything. And yeah, Stacey, you got along with him really well. 
And we even invited like, so we're like three yeah. people in our, in our thirties. Yeah. Yeah. We were in three people in our thirties. He's 17. We invited him out for oh, yeah. drinks and like, yeah, we had the best time. Yeah, we had the best time. And he took us to this like location to go hiking and it was gorgeous. Like we hiked about oh, eight yeah, miles in the course. mountains. It yeah, was beautiful. Yeah. Like we were yeah. looking for something, waterfalls or something. We never found them. I think we were on the wrong trail, but it was really yeah. lovely. So yeah, yeah, and then the best part is we were like, We're gonna be back through here. Can we leave some of our stuff? So I left oh, like yeah. a bunch of stuff and a bunch of clothes with him. Oh yeah. We Even never a made hair it back. Or something, right? Did what? You- like just a hair straightener. Oh like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think it's a so funny. Blow dryer. Yeah, just whatever. All this. Stuff. Like my favorite gray dress. And so we yeah, left exactly. it with him. We're like, we're gonna be back through here, so we'll pick it up on the way back through. Plot twist: we never made it back. Now this never is the hook. We never made it back. Now you'll have to listen to the next episode to find out why. Because <laughs> Uzbekistan. <laughs> Ooh, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Okay, so there will be a part two to this whole fiasco. Mm-hmm. Please tune in. Mm. I bet everybody's just on the edge of their seats. Why didn't they go back to Gennadine and their hair straightener and favorite gray dress? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs>